1: And I became He-Man,
0: the most powerful man in the universe.
1: Star Joe's Podcast, episode 272.5. Yes, we play favorites. I'm your host, Ryan, and welcome back, everyone. Uh Yeah, so this is episode 272.5, and you might be wondering why point five. There's a couple reasons. One is I promised you guys we were going to get to episode 300, and that's where we're going to end the, the, the podcast. Uh, I've had a lot of you reach out very kindly saying you know, you're going to miss the show and stuff like that. We got a whole other year, so let's not Talk sadness yet until we get to like 298, 299, somewhere around there. Um, (laughs) but I'm doing a special episode here. I didn't want this episode to take away from one of those numbers. So I want to give you guys full robust episodes and everything else. But I wanted to do, we wanted to do like a kind of a quick episode as like, uh, and I'll explain what it is in a second, but like basically just wanted to do an extra episode. And so that's why I made it a 0.5. The other reason why I, decided to do as a point five is it's kind of appropriate for the topic we're talking about which is i have roger joining me and it, you might remember roger he's part of the after action report team so roger welcome to the show thank you for having me. yeah glad to have you back um i know you weren't able to join when when josh was on and and you reached out and said hey you know we're getting near the end of this what do you think about doing another episode i was like i'm all for it and then things got really hectic, and I was like, "Oh crap, I forgot to get back to Roger." And look, thankfully, Roger got back to me and says, "Hey, did you still want to do that?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, let's figure this out." Um, so the reason why .5 is appropriate is because the new volume of After Action Report, which is on Kickstarter right now, and as of as of you of this recording, you probably have about five days left. To back it, it has reached its funding, which is awesome. It's actually reached over its funding. We're working on stretch goals now, so if there was ever time to back this thing up, it's now because you're you're going to get the book. So, um, but yeah, but the book is based on the A real American Hero IDW time period, which started with a 155 and a half episode issue. So why not do a 0.5 episode for it? <laughs> <laughs> And this is sort
0: of the sequel to Josh's
1: interviews. So. Right, exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, we will definitely talk about the book as we go, uh, through the episode tonight. Um, however, we didn't want to just kind of rehash, you know, talking about the book again and everything. I mean, we will talk about the book again, but, uh, we didn't want it to just be a whole nother episode of that because the last episode we did was the episode with Josh. So, like, I don't want it to be like, Okay, is he just gonna keep doing episodes about After Action Report? As much as Roger and Josh would love that. We're special. (laughs) Well, and that plays into the title of the episode also. Like, there's two reasons for that one also. One is it looks like I'm playing favorites. I don't care. It's my show. Uh, (laughs) Number two, what Roger and I are gonna do is we're actually gonna, I'm actually gonna talk to him about some of his favorite stuff when it comes to G.I. Joe. So, um, it just seemed to be a natural title for the episode because of that. So, sounds
0: good to me. Glad yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Um, and I will say that's actually been one of the awesome things. And I'm sure you've experienced this and Josh has experienced this doing the book. One of the really cool side effects of doing something like the book or me like doing the podcast is the friendships you end up making because of it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Like. They're- Kind of unexpected.
1: Yeah. You don't like, you're like, okay. Like I was like, okay, I'm going to do a podcast. Maybe 10 people will listen to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And nine of them are going to be my family. Um, but, and same thing for you guys. Like it's like, you think about like, I want to make this book because it's not, there's nothing like this out there and I want to have it. So that, why not? I, why don't I be one of the people that helps make the book? Then you start making it and then you start finding out how many other people want the book and, how many how much you end up communicating with them how much you end up working with some of them yeah. um, so it's it, it's always a side benefit when you start creating something that you end up making friendships because of it so um, and obviously you and Josh have become a friend uh, over, over the last few years so very grateful for that but
0: um, well, I'm finding that projects create communities.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, A 100%. 100%. So, alright, so, uh, so like I said, in between here, we will talk about the book and everything else, but let's get into some, some favorites when it comes to G.I. Joe. I'm curious because we've done this many times in the past. Like, I've done my top lists and, and I've had, you know, other hosts on, I've had other people on, and we, but it's never, it's never a boring topic. It's always interesting to see yep. where other people's favorites lie and why they are that way and stuff like that. So, yeah. No I collections are the same, so. right? Exactly, exactly. And and mine have actually changed like over the years too. So like, I think I've done two different Joe favorite episodes of my own personal list. And if you listen to the very first episode where I did it and the more recent episode where I did it, my list is very different. Uh, not completely. My top ones are still my top ones, but you know when you start getting into like number five, six, seven, eight, like all those start like really going all over the place. So. Um, we're not worrying about Roger having a list of his top 20. (laughs) (laughs) I came prepared with 50. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, I, I gave him no prep work. So keep that in mind. Also, he does not know any of the questions I'm going to ask him. Uh, it's kind of obvious what some of them might be from the topic, but, um, he has zero idea. I told him, don't worry about like listing like, Oh, you have to list your top three in specific order or anything like that. I just, I'm just going to ask him his favorites when it comes to certain categories, and he's going to rattle them off. He might name one. He might name ten. <laughs> and he might give us a reason as to why, and he might not. So it's just whatever whatever floats your boat. Uh, again, it's always a conversation, so it's always fun. So. Absolutely, yeah. So we're going to start with uh, the, the most obvious question, but probably also the most difficult question. Which is, who is your favorite Joe?
0: Not Cobra, Joe. Well, the obvious answer is always Snake Eyes. Okay. But I'm going to leave it (laughs) to that. My favorite figure is probably Outback. I have a nice little run of Outbacks carded. Nice. Yeah. um, The only flaw in the collection is I mistakenly bought a recarded original instead of an actual original. (laughs) Oh. I'm a little disappointed in that, but... It's kind of on subject right now because I just got the Tiger Force classified figure yeah. just in the last couple of days, so that adds to the collection nicely. But, uh, yeah, I've got about eight or ten of him carded. Nice. And, That's uh, a unique as a, one, yeah. Yeah, and, and the only reason – I mean, i always liked the sculpt on the figure. And, sure. you know, the, the character wasn't huge in the comic, but he was yeah. still pretty cool in the comic. Yeah. Uh, but the real reason I have a collection of Outbacks – is when I liquidated my um, collection during a bankruptcy about 15 years ago. Um, I, I sorted out all the carded figures I had and I realized I have like four Outbacks. <laughs> why don't I? And they were all different, you know, different countries. Yeah, yeah. So I said, why not keep that and focus on it rather than just give that away? Yeah. Uh, same exact thing happened with Big Bear. Just by coincidence, so the two bearded redheads. <laughs> no, no reasoning for that. Those were just the two I had that I already had a little run of. So, yeah. I just went, you know what? I'm going to keep these two, and I, I, I really like both those figures. So,
1: very, very cool. Yeah, yeah and I will say, like, I'm, I, I like Outback. I have nothing. I have zero things against Outback. Uh, I think he's a cool character and stuff like that I, just, I never had any personal connection with him. But I, so. That's where I've kind of limited myself when it comes to the classified line. I love the classified line. Um, and, and, but then there'll be those figures that come out that I'm like, I didn't order. Mm -hmm. And then I see them in the store and I go, that looks really cool. (laughs) And Outback's one of those.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, my, my degree is in uh, sculpture, so okay. I have a sculpture background and I've just always really liked the sculpt on that figure. I oh yeah. Really well done. Yeah. So even as a kid, I thought, this is a cool looking figure. Yeah. Well,
1: and like, uh, uh Major Blood was a, a, a figure like that for me where I, I don't have any personal attachment to Major Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, he's a fine character. I just never had any personal attachment to him. Um, yeah. and then I saw the figure, the classified figure and I'm like, I must own this. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm thinking that way with Outback also, like, I don't know. The cool thing that they did with Outback with the classified line is both the regular and the, and the, uh, Tiger Force one look, even though they look similar, they look very different. Yeah, very different. Um, so like, for me, it's like, okay, if I do get one of them, okay, which way do I go? Do I go Tiger Force? Kind of, I kind of like the gray. Yeah. The gray beard and hair and everything else, but then I'm like, I also like the tra- traditional, like, white tank top which doesn't necessarily look the best with the gray beard and everything else. So I was just like so it's not like just oh pop the head off the one and put it on the other one. It's like which goes better together. So um uh, <laughs> but well you got options. So you do, you do. Um alright, so uh next obvious question. Favorite cobra.
0: Favorite cobra Destro. Okay. Hands down. yeah uh speaking going back to my sculpture background in in uh college I actually made a thirty three pound bronze bust of Destro. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's in my living room right now. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 we, I've, I've had people offer to buy it before, but uh, it's not for sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about one, about two thirds life size scale. Very cool. Pretty damn good. So very cool. Yeah. Destro is my favorite Cobra
1: as well. Um, yeah. I, I have a strong affinity for him. Um, it goes back to, goes back to the cartoon a bit because Destro was the competent leader. Of Cobra, <laughs> um, and then uh, I love the voice. Of course, the voice. I still yeah. hear the voice when I read the comic. And yep. Destro's there. Um, yeah.
0: Cobra Commander, you're a buffoon.
1: Exactly, that's a good impersonation right there. Um, and then uh, the figure was awesome as a kid. Uh, you know, it's just you know got that chrome head. It was just fantastic. Um, I've got and I've, I. I got, you know, the classified ones. Again, I don't get all of them, but I definitely had to get Destro, and I did get Pimp Daddy Destro because you have to. Um,
0: i close on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not big on the six inch scale, so
1: I haven't really dove into it. Yeah. So. Um, the one for Destro, and again, I'm very, um, I'm selective with classified, but I'm even more selective when it comes to like sideshow. I don't have the Sideshow Destro. I desperately do want to f- get that one, because so, it's a very impressive-looking figure. Yeah. So
0: I haven't gotten into any of the sides, any of the high-end stuff. It's yeah. Just,
1: I have like, a few. I don't have many. I have, so uh, of Joe, I have Flint, uh, which is my favorite Joe. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows that. I didn't really mention it, because every, everyone that's ever listened to the show knows me, with, how I am with Flint. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, So I do have Flint, I do have a Snake Eyes, uh, which I got the Snake Eyes that came with Timber. Problem with Timber is he doesn't really stand up on his own. Uh, so it's pretty much just Snake Eyes in there. And then I do have the Zartan, uh, one. So, um, but when it comes to, uh, so that's, I was like, well, okay, I've got two Joes. I really should get Destro. So then I've got a, you know, I got, Two bad guys then, too. So, yeah. and then on the Star Wars side, I've got uh, Han and Chewie, Hot Toys, and R2 and 3PO and Princess Leia. So I, I don't have a Luke, and I really need to get one because yeah. if I have all of them, I have to get a Luke. So, so. But then you start, then you start justifying all other things too. You're like, well, if I have Luke, I gotta get Obi Wan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
1: For Star Wars, I'm pretty much exclusively Astromech. So. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Well, uh, yeah, R2 is my second favorite Star Wars character, so it's, uh, he's always been good. I, and I always will say they, they
0: would have all died without him, so. They would have, yes. <laughs> well, you know, everyone would have, because he wouldn't have gotten the, the plans to lose. Right, right. <laughs> and then the Death Star would have destroyed everyone. Right,
1: exactly. Yeah, so he, he's the true hero of Star Wars. Exactly. Um, alright, so here's a tricky one. And you can pull from any source when it comes to this. Uh, okay. so you can pull from the comics, you can pull from cartoon, you can pull, uh, action figures, whatever you want to pull from.
0: Action uh, starts, commercials. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And you can, and you, and you can define this question any way you wish. Okay. What is your non favorite non Joe or Cobra character? So no. examples are like Dreadnoughts, October guard. Okay. Gotcha. Any, or random character that yeah.
0: appeared in the comic or something like that. So yeah. I, I do have a special affinity for the October guard. Okay. Overall. Yeah. Um, loved them when they first came out and, you know, I just, I was one of the kids that was like, where, when they're going to come out, when, when the figure's going to be coming out?" and just baffled as to why they never did. They never did. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Um, so when red star came out, I was like, Oh my God, we finally got one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, Colonel Brekoff. <laughs> it's close, but it's not. So, so is, uh, of the October Guard, is Brekoff your favorite then, or what's your uh, favorite? I'd one say of them? probably him and the horror show. Yeah, horror show a cool one. Yeah, um, I did in the nineties, I did a full, uh, custom set of the entire team. Okay. Uh, yeah, including, uh, the astronaut version of Red Star and oh, wow. uh, astronaut version of Deanna. So wow, very so, nice. Yeah. So I, I, I pulled from the entire comic run and was like, okay, who, who else can I make that'll fit into this team? Yeah. And I did uh, two extra team members. I did um, see um, Longbow, uh, Project, okay. Project Longbow. Is that yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah. Uh, their Red Ninja that they did. I'm really glad they're coming out with that because that fits oh, yeah. uh, Red into October Guard. But when I was younger, I made my own Red Ninja Russian character. Nice. It's uh, nothing like theirs, but sure. I, I called him uh, Ninja Red. So very creative with the names there. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, then I also did an Arctic Trooper called Cold War. Um, That's a good name for him. Yeah. Absolutely so. Nice. I like. I it. I liked both of them. I liked the whole set. So
1: Yeah. Well, and I, as most people know, I, I've always been a, a fan of strong female characters, so Deanna was always, like, a favorite yeah. of that group. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah. and I always felt like with the October guard and we've seen a bit more of them recently, but I always felt like we never saw enough of them. Like I always felt like there was a lot of potential that just wasn't tapped with when it came to them.
0: So. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing I like, uh, that we referenced in our first book, um, which I, I would like to have done a whole article on it, but uh, there just wasn't time or space for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was their original pre GI Joe appearances, the Pravda patrol, uh, uh with the uh, original designs that were going to be used in GI Joe, but uh, didn't uh, didn't pan out because of uh, rights issues. Mm, yeah.
1: Well, and uh, it's funny you mentioned October Guard also because um, our next episode to to let the listeners know our next episode we're going to circle back. Uh, John and Grub are going to rejoin me, and we're going to do. Another, uh, animated episode where we cover three episodes of the cartoon. And one of them does have members of the October guard in it. So, um, that's going to be one of the episodes. So, and a cold slither episode. So that's okay. <laughs> with, I know people have been waiting for that one. So, um, absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I think, uh, for me that's, uh, didn't know him as a kid, but definitely grew to love him as an adult is uh Quinn.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I became That's a, a great big, character. became a big Quinn fan. So
0: yeah.
1: loved his look, loved his attitude and everything. So yes. alright, what, uh, what G.I. Joe or Cobra team would be complete without their assortment of ninjas? So uh-huh. Joe, uh, Joe or Cobra, or you could pick one from each if you want. Uh, uh-huh. who is your favorite ninja character?
0: That's a little harder. Cause you know, I, I mean, Obviously, the top two were Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and their yeah. dichotomy is is basically the entire story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm gonna go uh, veer away from them just to to get onto something else. I think I'm gonna go with Softmaster. Okay. He was just he was very Zen. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and actually, along those lines, I, I there's a particular scene with uh, Blind Master that I really that really sticks in my mind when uh, he's fighting Zartan and he Zartan hits him and he says something to the effect of thank you now i know where you're at <laughs> nice and just proceeds to kick his kick ass, his ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i always um, love those moments in like movies or, or comics or anything like that where it's like is like the hero is like down and out and then there's just that one moment that like sparks him back to life where it's just like yeah. oh okay i was losing up until this point <laughs> <laughs> this is what's um, yeah, I think for me, like like you said, uh, Snake as and Storm Shadow, they're kind of given. Like you, you kind of have to love them if you love Joe. If you don't, I don't know what's wrong with you because there, are a huge, there's a huge story element about both of them. Yeah. Um, but I think you don't outside
0: love of G.I. Joe, otherwise,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, outside of them, uh, I, I think for me it's Jinx. Um, and it was because of it was you know as much as there's a lot to not like about the G.I. Joe movie. Um, I really, the new recruits were something that I definitely gravitated towards and I loved her whole, you know, scene where she's like fighting and then she's just like, she's, and she's losing against, uh, Beachhead. And then she, then she's like, oh, um, yeah. How about we try this without me looking at you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So clearly trained by blind men, <laughs> right? Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, and I found that interesting because I didn't find that out till I was older about Blind Master because I wasn't big in the comics when I was younger. Uh, obviously, big different story now. But um, yeah, that was a cool like little hint to that in the movie was that she, you know because she's like, oh my, as my sensei, my master said, and I'm like, and looking back back then I didn't know. I just figured, okay, she had a master who was blind, but didn't I knew nothing about the Blind Master at the time. But it's like.
0: I don't- sure the writers of the cartoon had no idea either. Probably. That came along later as it was, but that yeah. was something Larry Hama filled in. So. Yeah, yeah. Was he thinking of that at the time in any... Well, Maybe. Who knows? Anything, you know? All right, favorite trooper. Trooper, trooper, trooper. So um, your nondescript trooper. Yeah, the Vipers are cool. That was a cool look. Um, Let me give this a little more thought here. Sure. Um, I did... Did love the Crimson Guard when I was a kid. Nice. Um, Another great. I, I'm not there. a troop builder, so sure. I didn't gravitate towards them in that kind of way. Right. Um, the Iron Grenadiers years are always cool. Yeah.
1: Um, hmm. Yeah, I was not a troop builder as a kid. I had uh, one of every. Not every, but I have. If I had a troop care, figure, it was I had one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My excuse to get multiples, and this carries through there today, is I'm a variation collector. Gotcha. So you know if uh, if a Crimson Guard had a slightly darker backpack, hey, now I've got a reason to have a second Crimson Guard. Gotcha. That makes sense. uh, If I notice one's made in Hong Kong, one's made in China, now I've got a reason to have two Vipers. There you go. (laughs) But if there weren't, if there wasn't a difference between them, I didn't care. Yeah, you know, I, I had to have a difference in order to get to it. Yeah. So yeah. that was the closest I came to troop building, and I still hunt for variations today. Yeah. Now it's down to the point where I'm mostly looking for missing paint applications. Nice. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, any more to collect? them. for for
1: me, it was the uh, my favorite was the bat. Uh, mm-hmm. I just I love the idea so. of. Uh, well, I loved robots, and then I loved the whole idea of, like, almost like the zombie, like, they just swarm you. They're, they're not good at what they, you know, they're not, like, trained fighters, but they will overpower you. They'll overtake you. I love their look. Um, mm-hmm. Their look was awesome. I love the fact that you could change out their hands. That was the only figure I had as a kid that I had two of. Okay. Any other trooper, I only had one of them, but the bats I did have two, and I think it was a little bit playing into what you were just saying about variations, because I could put one arm one type of arm on one of them and a different type of arm on the other one, absolutely yeah. and made yeah. them a little bit different from each other. So then, in my world of playing as a kid, they um, they had different specialties then. there you go, because the yeah. one would have the flamethrower and the other one would have the claw and it's like okay, they have different reasons for having those on there so
0: yeah imagine how we would look at bats differently now if they went with the original concept of being cyborgs instead. yeah. I mean, which carried over into the artwork on the card back.
1: Right, right. Which is
0: obviously a guy with severed arms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, I think that would be looked on very differently now. No, just a, it just a bit. Good. Yeah, just yeah. a
1: bit. So. Um Yeah, and then I was a big fan of the Cobra eels and the Snow Serpents because they were just kind of like they had they were the specialty units and everything. So
0: it's hard to look at a Cobra trooper and not go, "Hey, he's kind of cool." Yeah. Until you get to like the late '80s, early '90s, then there's some pretty lame ones. You know? There's yeah, yeah. Crack Viper, that's just <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> interesting idea. Not a great looking figure. <laughs> I love the idea of the Alley Viper.
1: Mm-hmm. And but the color just always turned me away from it because I, I was just
0: too distracted by the color. I actually kind of liked
1: that because I was like, okay, he's a he's an urban fighter type yeah. figure, but then he's like bright orange. I'm like, you're not hiding in the urban. Well, <laughs> he's
0: hiding in the construction zone like no. <laughs> <laughs> with orange cones. All the cor- cones around him, right? <laughs> he's All right, got the right context.
1: So we're gonna go into a little bit of. uh special circumstances or special environments. Uh your favorite snow specialist, and again could be
0: Joe or Cobra. Okay. Um well to carry over from what I was talking about earlier. Well let me think about this. Now I guess that doesn't really count. That and, you can't,
1: and you can't pick quick kick from the cartoon when he was out in the snow in his bare feet.
0: Not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> He's probably so hot he doesn't need a jacket. Right. <laughs> um, I'm leaning towards Snow Serpent just because that okay. is a really cool figure. Yeah. Though, you know, my first Cobra Trooper after a Cobra Soldier and Cobra Officer was a snow job with a paint mask taped <laughs> over its face painted red. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So, that was kind of my first snow serpent before snow serpents existed. <laughs> nice, nice. For me, it was
1: uh frostbite because uh, I had the snow cat, and so I loved, I loved the look of him. And then I did have the uh wolf, so I'll, the ice viper was really a cool looking figure. I liked the bright red mask, just like you were talking about with the, mask. Yeah. <laughs> the red mask and stuff. So get more Cobra than that? No, no, not at all. So. Alright, uh, so going from, uh, we're gonna melt the snow and okay. we're gonna go into the water. So, favorite water based character. And this means not necessarily you have to go underwater, but it could also be someone that, you know, is known for driving
0: a boat around or something like that too. Well, can we go with Stinky Diver from uh, Action League Now? <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is, it is just Shipwreck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Shipwreck uh, would count in that field, so. <laughs> t- today I'm going to go with Cutter. Okay. Yeah. Maybe may be a different answer on a different day, but today yeah. it's Cutter. <laughs> Cutter is a good one. Good yeah. one. Um, any particular reason with Cutter or just? Not really. Maybe it's because I saw a YouTube video that mentioned him a couple days ago. Okay. <laughs> might, might be the only reason. I'm not sure. That's fair. That's but he fair. did come with the whale, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was one I, that was the one vehicle, well, not the one. I had, didn't have a lot of certain vehicles, but that was the one vehicle I had, didn't have as a kid that I still wanted. I have one now and I love it, yeah. but, yeah. uh, which is funny. I had a ton of vehicles as a kid and that was one I didn't have. I don't have a ton of vehicles now, but that is one of the ones I do have. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> well, that's the way it works. Yeah. You, right. you, you can gravitate towards what you wanted as a kid. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, for me, it would be a wetsuit. Uh, always liked the look of him. Uh, he's not camouflaging with anyone either. Uh, nope. but, uh, I loved him. Uh, just, it was just a cool look for him. It's Again, kick cool ca- Yeah, very cool accessories. Um, yeah. unfortunately, the one accessory of the little powered drone thing, uh, always snapped, it snapped his thumbs off. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> I don't think I ever broke one on a wetsuit, but. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, it happened to me because I tried to put that. In his hand, and it just yeah. broke his it's, thumb right off. So, it'll happen. yeah, I'm hoping with them because uh, I know they're doing torpedo in the classified line, so I'm hoping that they will uh, do wetsuit. It seems like it'd be an easy transition to go from yeah. one yeah. to the other. So, all right, uh, I know you mentioned this already, so you might want to pick somebody different, but favorite leader
0: type. Favorite leader type? Uh, you can't pick Destro, you already picked him. Yeah, I can't pick Destro. Uh, well, then I'm going to go with, uh, well, how about Baron Iron Blood? Okay, that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah, I like going deep dives. I like yeah. all the extra stuff that most people don't even know. Well, nowadays, everybody knows about everything, but, yeah, but for a long time, nobody knew about Red Shadows. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, at least not here in America. That was always a a group
1: that I felt like, and we've mentioned on the show before, I always felt like that was something that I wish Hama would have embraced more. Because I always felt like that could have been made for some really cool story elements because Red Shadows wouldn't work with Cobra, but they were still against Joe, so it it would make an interesting triangle effect that might cause Joe and Cobra have to team up sometimes. Uh,
0: Absolutely.
1: So yeah so I, I just don't know why they never explored it more than, you know, over here, I should say they didn't explore yeah. it more over here. So. And yeah, they've got a cool look overall. And- yeah. 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 Um, I won't pick Flint because I already said that he's my favorite. So favorite leader type, and I won't pick Dostro Cause I mentioned him already too. Yeah. I'll have to go with Serpentor. Okay. I loved because uh, I, I I grew up mostly with the cartoon, so the Rise Serpentor: Arise is one of the best miniseries they did. Yeah. Um. And just the whole thought of putting together the best of the best all together uh, to make Very this one so, leader yeah. was a really cool idea. So I did get the classified Serpentor. Uh. I have not opened him yet. Uh, yeah. But I, I want to put that chariot together and everything else and just see it in all its glory. But um, I have a, a glass case behind me right there. It's supposed to be all all for G.I. Joe, but I have to, like, finish doing a couple things before I start putting the pieces in there. So okay. that will be one of the nice uh, centerpieces for one of the one of the shelves.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so now we're going to go into some vehicles here. Uh, favorite air vehicle. Oh, air um, vehicle.
0: And it could be Joe or Cobra. Yeah, I'm thinking Rattler for that one. Okay. Yeah, that was... It's just a beautiful design. I love yeah. that blue. Yeah, uh, I like the fact that it had battle damage panels you can pull off. And that on. was cool. Yeah, that was very cool. One of the very few vehicles that did that. So, yeah. in fact, I think it might have been the only vehicle. That it's that. the only one I can think of. Yeah, yeah. So, let's cool. the tiger rat. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty
1: much same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, for me it was uh, the. Uh, Air Striker, I mean, that's just that I had that as a kid, so it was just, yeah. um, it was as big as I was, so. Yeah, it
0: was <laughs> large. Just
1: the so. Um, or Sky Striker, I should say, not Airstriker. Um, I'll lose my joke card if I say it wrong. Yeah, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite. Worry, they just lost the rights to the name. Right, <laughs> right.
1: Favorite vehicle, uh, small, meaning it's a one or two seater.
0: One or two seater. Okay, I can count this one. Um the VAMP.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I've got that's another focus I, I work on um in my collection. I've got something like thirty variations. Okay. Yeah. Uh from all over the world. That's I, one you can do that with too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a number of vamps out there. Yeah. I've even got bootleg versions of the VAMP and nice. I've got one of the gaslight versions from Brazil or Argentina or whichever country that was. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: mine would be the, the devil fish. Okay. Um, I, uh, for some reason, I just gravitated toward that as a kid. It actually did float, which was awesome. Um, I, it plays into one of my, one of the other questions I'll be asking you. Um, and then uh, my one buddy, Eric, who I mentioned earlier, he was at, I think it was at a toy convention and he, uh, the guy was ma- selling 3D printed six inch scale Joe vehicles. Oh, yeah. Joe and good. Cobra vehicles. And he had a Devilfish one. So, um, so I said, yes, please get that for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I ordered from, uh, Cobra stickers or whatever they're called now. Um, and they had the Devilfish stickers and then they had some other Joe f- stickers. And of course it's the wrong scale, but yeah. some of them I was able to still use on it. And it actually okay. looks pretty awesome. I'll have to send you some pictures of it. Cool. Um, but like it worked really well. Using some of the other stickers for the actual G.I. Joe parts where it says uh-huh. G.I. Joe on it, but then like the Devil Fish, I didn't realize how big the Devil Fish sticker emblem on it was on the original vehicle because on the six inch scale vehicle, it looks perfect, it looks like it was meant to fit there. Yeah, and, absolutely. And then I look at the, the three and three quarter inch vehicle with it on there, and I'm like, that looks really huge on there. <laughs> well,
0: now, oh, yeah, yeah, now That's back cool. then it was awesome, right. Speaking of 3D-printed vehicles, I, I'm not big on uh, online claim auctions yeah. on Facebook, but there was one I had to get, and I couldn't believe I was the only person that actually went for it. Somebody did a 3D-printed version of a Vamp. Oh, wow. It was early on when it was still kind of a crappy technology, Yeah, but I, I didn't care. I was like, this yeah. is too cool. It, somebody did a whole Vamp as You're a 3D-printed right. option. So, totally. So I have that in my collection, too.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. All right, favorite large vehicle? medium to large so basically it seats more than two people
0: <laughs> can we count the headquarters Sure <laughs> yeah, sure I'm gonna go with headquarters because that's another thing I collect I got I have several different headquarters uh, okay I've got the American one the Canadian one uh, I think the Brazilian one and one of the Z force ones. okay so um, doesn't move <laughs> no 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 it does not
1: move. Um yeah, well if we're going to go that route, I'm going to say USS flag. I did have that as a kid. Um I was I was one of them that had that and I've mentioned this many times on the show, but my dad mounted it to a board and put dolly wheels on the bottom of it. So it did move. Yeah. Uh, I could wheel it around. So
0: I um, got my flag around 1990 at a garage sale mm-hmm. for 10. Years. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um if I was
1: picking something non-base related, I'd probably go uh, just to pick something different and unique to talk about. Is the tomahawk? Yeah, um, cool. I love the tomahawk. I know it's called the eagle hawk now. It'll always be the tomahawk for me. Yes, um, <laughs> I did get the modern day version, which was all it was was the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No difference. Like yeah. some, some of the, like some of them, they have just done the exact same mold and everything else, but there were some for a little while there looked like they tried to update some of the molds and everything. Yeah. Tomahawk was not one of them. The, when they did the Eagle Hawk, it's the exact same thing I had as a kid, which is, I am totally happy with that. So, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, to, to not, not to go down to an, in a negative direction, but we will, uh, has there ever been a Joe character or Cobra character that you just never liked? Like they, they come on the screen or they come in the comic and you're like, I
0: really don't want to see them. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of no. I mean, I yeah. kind of embraced all of it. Um, yeah. even the wackiness, but you know, you can't really love Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crystal balls a bit weird. Sorry, yeah. Brian. I just, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, there's some weird ones, but I, I, I loved G.I. Joe as a whole, so sure. I didn't really have anybody that I was like, nope, he can't be there. Yeah. No, nope, no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, so. yeah I, I'm kind of the same way. Uh, I mean, everyone knows, I, I don't really count it as a Joe, but it kind of is, I guess. But, like, I everyone knows that listen to the show, I don't like Polly. I'm not a fan of Polly uh, on the cartoon. Polly's fine in the comics. I don't have to hear its voice. But I just was not a fan of the bird. I liked Shipwreck, though. I just didn't want Polly with Shipwreck. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, Big Lob's a ridiculous character, but I I liked Big Lob. Again, I had an affinity for those, like, new recruit characters that were in the movie. Um, Yeah, yeah, Crystal Ball, definitely a weird one. Not a big fan. However, in the comics, in the IDW comics, they actually kind of made him kind of a creepy, cool character.
0: Yeah, yeah. He Um, wasn't in the 80s, though.
1: No, no. Uh, yeah, Raptor, I never understood. Okay. It was weird, too, because, like, I thought, uh, Crockmaster was awesome, and I thought Raptor was stupid. Yeah, absolutely. And they were basically the same type of character as far as what they were doing. It's just, you know, one handled birds and one handled alligators, but... Yeah. But, yeah, exactly.
0: for for some reason... I was going to turn my camera and show you. I've got a, a caricature photo, a picture that it, uh, I got at a convention sketch of, both of them, with their <laughs> With their crocodile and their and their raptor, their bird. <laughs> nice, but unfortunately, it's not visible from where I'm sitting. Gotcha. So. No, no worries. Yeah. Um,
1: all right. So, uh, you can't pick a real American hero. Okay. Favorite Joe comic title.
0: I feel like Action Force is redundant because it was just the same thing. Um.
1: This is a hard one. <laughs> and you can go all the way up to, mo- you know, all the way through to
0: modern day, obviously. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's like, how, how far do you diverge from real American <laughs> you know? Um, I guess I'll just go simple and go special missions.
1: Okay. That's, yeah. a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. But for me, it was uh, the uh, G.I. Joe Cobra. Uh, title that IDW did because uh, to this day Chuckles Last Laugh is my favorite Joe story of all time. So uh, yeah, okay. I'm actually in the middle of rereading it now. So uh, and it's not often I get to reread comics anymore because I have so many I need to read that I've never read before. Yeah, exactly. But I still was like I'm gonna reread this because I enjoyed it that much. So yeah. Um. And I and we had uh, Mike Costa on the show like at least twice. Uh, talking about it, so it was it was cool to get his perspective on it. Yeah, absolutely. Tied into the comics, do you have a favorite, this is really tough, it's like picking your favorite child, uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite G.I. Joe cover?
0: Uh, it's going to be a Mike Golden. <laughs> That's okay. easy. I love Mike Golden's covers. Um, probably, I think I think it's 116. Okay. Like the one with Destro, like, against the wall and being shot at. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's right in that area there. Um, I thought that was a really cool cover. It's also the cover that, uh, some Hasbro artists stole the face from for the, uh, for the, uh, Star Brigade Destro package. Uh. <laughs> ah. <Yeah>. because <laughs> uh, the exact same face, re- uh, facial reference? But yeah, Mike Olden was definitely my favorite cover artist, hands down. Nice. And, uh, he did most of my favorite covers. I think it's, uh, number 22. Is that the one with, uh, Let's see. A roadblock and Clutch uh, with Cobra Commander? I
1: believe um, so. Let's see. G-I-H-O.
0: Minor Technology. Yes. Or I could just grab the book and look it up. I yeah, that too. <laughs> so let's see
1: here. 22 is the one with Destro playing chess with the... Uh,
0: okay. So it's right in that area, though. I think um, that's what this one is. Yeah. That's I think this 20. Maybe okay. it's 20. Okay. But anyway, it's the one yeah. with the... Uh, clutch on one side roadblock on the other and they're they've got cobra commander as a hostage or a...
1: oh gotcha gotcha yeah i don't remember which one that is either but yeah. yeah for me it's uh i mentioned earlier there was uh something tying into the devil fish which is issue 47 where where you have uh, wetsuit and beachhead. uh beachhead and hawk around the devil fish and that's just one that's always ingrained in my head, so yeah, absolutely um, it's such a cool action shot, and it I think part of it's because it also reminded me a bit of the toy uh, packaging because it was pretty much the same scene <laughs> on, on yeah. the box art, so um, yeah, uh, all right, so uh, let's see favorite character of the original thirteen
0: um, discounting snake eyes, we're gonna go with flash, okay. Yeah, it's just a cool-looking figure.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very really cool. stood out from the others. For me, it was uh, Grunt, which is probably as basic of a figure as you could ever get for G.I. Yeah. Joe, but that was my first G.I. Joe character figure that I ever had, so it has a special yeah, place I, because of that.
0: I can't tell you which one my first one was because I had a grandma that was very prone to spoiling me because I lived <laughs> 2,000 miles away, so... uh Whenever I wanted something for Christmas, she tended to go overboard. Gotcha. At Christmas, even though my parents did not want me to get G.I. Joe because I already had Star Wars. You know, that was enough. Yep. Didn't, need, didn't need another collection. Yeah. She got me the entire collection. Oh, wow. The entire collection. It was like three figures short of everything Wow. in one Christmas. So I don't know what I opened first. <laughs> that sounds like
1: my parents with... uh With Masters of the Universe for me, the one Christmas, I just got like, I got Castle Grayskull, I got Battle Cat, I got He Man, Skeletor, Beast Man, Merman. Like, I just, it was just like every, almost every figure that was out there at that time. So,
0: yeah. Funny thing about Grandma, she would not give me bad guys. Oh, wow. She bad guys.
1: Well, (laughs) hey, when you're talking the original Joes, they're, they're, you only (laughs) have them. Yeah, you only had the mail away for the most part. So, uh, but, um, all right, so we're gonna go down a little bit of the. Um, well, let's. I have one more question when it comes to the, the comics. Okay. Uh, well, maybe two more. So, when you were reading the comics growing up and stuff, uh, what is one of the surprises from read from the story from a story element wise? Like, what was a surprise that still sticks with you to this day that you're like, that was really cool? I remember reading that the first time.
0: Oh, huh, that's a good question. Um. Uh... Or it could just be like that. Hey,
1: this was my favorite story as a kid. I remember reading this, and but I, okay. I was curious if there was any surprises that kind of you read it and you were like, "Holy shit, I can't believe they did that." <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, that's, uh I'll have to dig deep on that. I'm I'm not quite sure because um, it is so long ago. Yeah, I mean, I guess everybody was surprised at the, the 21 story in, sure. in general. I mean, the connection between the two ninjas and sure. Oh, what what's going on there? You know. Um, hmm. I'm not really coming up with anything for that, okay one. yeah,
1: no that's fine that's there's a I mean there's a lot out there, so when it came to doing the books and everything uh so maybe in particular uh if you can think of anything with the more recent book, was there any surprises that you found while you were exploring those? I know you guys had the surprise of like finding out you know the whole issue twenty one second print
0: third print, all that fun stuff yeah. but and um, and that's even calling into question now because like. Right. You know, we're not sure of it yet. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So
1: was there any other, like, surprises uh, once you started digging into things or, like, something where you're like, oh, I didn't even know about that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was minor, minor stuff. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like any major revelations or sure. anything. It was just like, oh, wait, that's connected to that. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. <laughs> you okay. Know? Um, almost to the point where I couldn't tell you what they were. You know, yeah, it was yeah, just, just little these little things. Of- Oh, okay. That that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, cuz you find out so many things while you're writing a book like that. Sure. Oh, and yeah. That was kind of blurred together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Hell, I know it from just even doing my comic
1: where it's like I sometimes have to go back and go, "What did I name that character again?" Yeah. And it's <laughs> from my mind, so I'm the only one that should actually know it. <laughs> <Yep. Fair laughs> so. I can't imagine trying to wrangle all the data that you guys were, were, have been doing.
0: Yeah. So, And, you know, one of the things we were trying to do was point out the stuff we knew that we were pretty sure other people didn't know. Sure. And, you know, uh, yeah. and I'm not even sure if all that stuff made it into the book, but like um, when the October guard returned and they did the, uh, the Star Brigade issues, um, yeah. one of those covers is clearly a homage to the original appearance of the, of the October guard with, yeah, you know, uh, Brekoff and Stalker back to back. Now it's Breck, uh, Red Star and Roadblock back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people notice things like that, but we tried to, we tried to insert stuff like that. Into yeah. Books, so that's awesome.
1: And Josh told me like the the next book with the character stuff, like you know, so. Oh.
0: Yeah, I should say that. Uh, can we do a little bit about yeah. the next book? Yeah. Um, somewhere around February. We're going to be releasing command files. Um, I don't think we've put a date on that yet, but probably late January, early February. And that's going to be all the character guide stuff. Uh, not written by me. I, mean, I don't, I have very little to do with this one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, that's, that's our, our next project under the after action report banner.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that one's also like much like the book, the after action report book. Uh, I feel like that one's equally as important because there hasn't been a, Character guide book in a while. Like the last yeah. last one I had was the Joe versus Cobra one by Pablo Hidalgo, which was like I think 2012 or something like that. Yeah,
0: like, and it's kind of in the spirit of the um, of the uh, Order of Battle comics. Yeah, yeah,
1: I love it. Of it. Yeah, so. that would be very awesome. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, even those shows will be wrapping up. Uh, you guys will have plenty of projects coming out before I call it a day. So I will be happy to have you guys on again. We can talk about that. So sounds like a good plan to me uh so last question and we'll kind of wrap things up then uh I want you to rank the gi joe cartoons so you have the sunbow era the the deke era the resolute and then renegades i, I don't think i missed anything so
0: oh, you did miss sigma six but okay so yeah we can okay you can throw sigma <laughs> six in there yeah um for nostalgia, we're gonna go Sunbow. Okay. The Renegades. I don't know. Uh, Resolute. I'm sorry. Uh, Resolute was just so well done. And yeah. It begged for more. Yeah. Um. Then we're gonna go Renegades, Sigma Six, then Deke. <laughs> okay. I would probably rank it the same, and I
1: don't know how many of Renegades I, or uh, how many of Sigma Six I've actually watched. Yeah. I
0: think and over I would... the years I've watched all of them, but. Yeah. I would, <laughs> I would I would, still put it over Deke. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just, Deke is so bad. That, the one is. good thing about Deke is if you watch carefully, hmm. occasionally there's vehicles in there that were intended to come out but weren't released. Okay. Yeah, so I have
1: Deke. I have the DVDs. I just haven't been able to force myself to sit down and watch them again. So yeah.
0: I watched them as a kid, but I just haven't watched them as an adult. So yeah. I think the Channel episode, which incidentally has Big Bear in it, um, it has him driving a prototype vehicle that was never released, but it oh, wow. was Hasbro's intended cycle.
1: release yeah. cycle, So, so the, the kid in me would put Sunbow first. Uh, yeah. but the, uh, objective adult in me has to put Resolute, uh, first just cause yeah. like you said, it just was like, I wish we had gotten a whole cartoon like that. Yeah. Um, Renegades was a nice surprise for me because I watched the first couple episodes and I was like, I don't think I like this because I didn't like the whole like, ripcord getting the gelatinous stuff melded yeah. with them and and I was like, I don't know, this is we're going a little too far. But then Sunbow really, when you watch some of those episodes, they really go too far too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But then like as it started going, it was like,
0: okay, they're actually like kind of building a really cool world here and stuff. So my only drawback for Renegades was eighteen. I couldn't really get past the A team. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, It just screamed A team, right Oh
1: there. yeah, <laughs> they down to almost where they almost said the mantra of like if yeah. you, if you can't find this one,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> it, it just that pulled me out of it. But other than that, it was a good story, yeah. and I liked the random appearances of other joes
1: that was one of my favorite things was like you would you know you got the introduction of the of the dreadnoughts in there like uh law and order showed up and you know you just like really cool uh i think Steeler showed up at one point like there was just some really cool like you said appearances in, in different aspects and everything else yeah. um so i wasn't uh, being a flint fan i wasn't too fond of how they portrayed flint but you know that's yeah. Cause he was basically
0: the bad guy. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. I did like the corporate overlord, Cobra commander. Oh like yeah. Cobra. Yeah. The basically Walmart is the evil bad guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was done <laughs> that, well. That I enjoyed. So. All right. So
1: that's all the questions I had. We did a good chunk of time here talking some Joe stuff. Uh, when it comes to, uh, after action report, uh, I want to let people know kind of where things are with it. Um, we were talking about it ahead of time. Uh, so right now you guys have, so the goal was 9,000. You mm-hmm. guys are at 15,777 as the time of this recording. 209 backers, which is amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, you guys are just pushing for stretch goals right
0: now. So, yeah, just shy. Let me get back down to the numbers here. I think we're just shy of the next stretch goal, which is 1700. So 17,000, yeah, 17,000, I'm sorry, <laughs> 17,000, which is just over a thousand dollars to, yeah. reach, which really is not that many no. uh, backers. And that'll be, uh well, here it says it's the uh, print, but I think we've, uh, I think we're going with the cards instead of the print. Okay. Not sure. Well, we've got a card set ready to go of the cover art for all the issues. Up That's today. awesome. Both front and back covers. Uh, so that's that's our next stretch goal that we're shooting for. That's awesome.
1: Um, yeah, and like I've mentioned many times, I don't want to, like, oversell it. I know I did uh, a big-time cheerleader last episode, but it's it's because I really honestly love the books that you guys have done. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, like, if you enjoyed the IDW, Real American Hero era, like, this, you, you got to jump on this. And I know you guys are going to have some cool interviews because I've, Help Tried to help you guys connect with a few people. Uh, hopefully yeah. those are working out for
0: you. Just, uh, none of them have gotten back to me yet. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, they got not, back to me. <laughs> yeah, not one of them has. Well, I should say uh, one of them got back to me. I responded, and he hasn't gotten back to me since. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, but I, the others have not gotten back to
1: me. So. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'll yell at them. Yeah, I huh. figured i
0: uh, push them again this weekend. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, Hopefully it'll be some cool interviews, <laughs> yes, oh. and and just so people know, like when I say cool interviews with cool people who don't get back to people, uh, yeah. these are all people that have been on this show before. <laughs> so get back to us. So I know you're listening. I know some of you are listening. Get back to Roger. Yes. Um. Don't make me look bad.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So uh.
1: So yeah. These are all. People we have called co-hosts on this show.
0: <laughs> Come so, on, man, just so, do an interview. Come on. If you're co-hosts, you should
1: you should be listening to the episode and hear me yelling at you to get back yes. in touch with Roger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we even um, like to get one of them to do the back cover for us.
1: <laughs> see, I just <laughs> ah. So, I, I apologize for my friends. <laughs> um. No. So we'll we'll see what we can do to to get them talking. Uh, I'll, I'll do a fake episode if I need to and just be like, yeah, can you guys make it? What night can you make it? And I'll just have you on there. <laughs> there I won't you
0: even, I won't even be there. Away, I'll just start doing <laughs> Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> all
1: right. So, uh, so yeah, please back at the link for it will be under this episode. Uh, it will be posted on star Joe's again, uh, s- Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. And, uh, and yeah, so like I said, back it now. It's going to be made, so there's no reason not to back it. So there are
0: more stretch goals to come if we reach them. Um, yeah, and I think I said it wrong earlier. Uh, our our next stretch goal is a print, but our next announcement is the cards. Okay. So that, I don't think the cards are on on the Kickstarter. But so
1: you it, hear it, heard it here first.
0: Yes. So so yeah, that's the your exclusive right uh, set. It's a eight card set, and it's the each each cover that we've done with the sketch covers as well. That's awesome. Very awesome.
1: All right. Well, Roger, it's been a pleasure having you on. Please people go back this, uh, so we can reach those stretch goals. Again, you know, you're going to get the actual book. The book's going to be made. So you're, you're basically not even backing something. You're pre-ordering something at this point. So, so,
0: um, just to let you know on uh, volume two, I know everybody's waiting for volume two. It is in America. It is on the docks. We're just waiting for it to clear the docks. Yep. Yep. So, well, uh, probably another, I'm gonna say two weeks before it starts shipping. Yeah, that's fair. I know what that's like.
1: Uh, I know what it, how long it took for my my comic to show up. So, um, yeah, you're, it's all good. So, looking yeah. forward to getting that in my hands. So, um, but yeah, like I said, back these guys. They do good work. Uh, I love the first volume. I'm looking forward to the second volume. I'm definitely looking forward to the third one. So, if you like Joe Comics, this is a book you need to own. So. Very much so, yeah. All right. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and close the episode by saying the Force will be with you because knowing us is half the battle. Yo,
0: Joe. <laughs>